What's happening, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Off the Dome Radio. Another fun, jam-packed one for you today. As always, Tim and I start with our fun conversation. We chop it up, talk about the Kentucky Derby. I am golfing a whole lot more than I ever have in my life, having a good time, still slicing it right, but having a good time doing it. Uh, Had an eventful weekend this past weekend, so I've run through that. For RLE and business tips, I talk about finding a new place to live, what I'm doing with my writing, doing a little bit more of that, um, and what's going on with the personal training side of the business. Then I give five, four or five tips, we can lump four and five together, on bulking for hard gainers in the gym. A few tips on how to try to get around, uh, if you struggle with putting on muscle mass, how to get around that. Then I finish with book talk. I just completed uh, The Alchemist, really great book about finding your personal legend. I go into that. Very fun one here today. Tim, where do you take us? Yeah, fun episode today. I give you some updates on uh, my house and some of the workouts I've been doing, um, as well as just some some business updates and some cool projects I'm working on. Uh, I discovered, well, I didn't discover, but something I've been working on, a productivity tip that I'm going to give in that part of the episode that's been uh, pretty effective for me and something small that you can try today. So um, I think, think that's a good section. And then at the end, I uh, pull a chapter from Tim Ferriss's Tribe of Mentors, Amelia Boone, who's an obstacle racer. She talks about, um, well, you just have to find out for that part of the episode. Ooh, uh, without further ado, hanger. I know you guys are going to love this one. Episode 186. Have a great rest of your day. Man, I love this podcast. I do too. Like I, was I could barely so... sleep last night. I was ready to get into the studio. When when did I text you? Monday, if we were going to record today? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you texted so, me early. I was so excited. People, I, he was ready to record. I, I was... For the record. I was itching. Oh, man. Because um, we haven't for... So, for people listening, we'll do usually admin one week. When we do a guest release, we'll do admin work that, that week when we meet. Then we'll follow up with recording the following week so we kind of go back and forth the guest release our release so on and so forth but i feel like we haven't recorded for like two weeks mm-hmm. and yeah i was itching for it i yeah. think it was like monday and i was like "Ooh, yeah it's one of my favorite things I got to do it. it's so therapeutic and i love like providing value as much as i can to people who listen because i appreciate every single person who who listens in but yeah compared to when we started mm-hmm. in october 2018 versus now obviously in october 2018 we were working full-time jobs for someone else and yeah we were just itching to always record so we record a lot more but obviously like we can't record as much now just because of how, how much passion and time we're putting into our own businesses but mm-hmm. yeah I, feel I, like always we're lo- still I always consistent lo- we are consistent still but i mean w- w- when we first started weren't we like two every week or something yeah i think it was two, two a week. week yeah a guest in one of ours yeah we were hitting it hard but yeah, yeah we had we had steady paychecks like we were yeah figuring it out air quotes but yeah and had a lot of extra time outside of work Mm -hmm. yeah but damn i love it man yeah like it's uh who's it speaking of being thankful for people that listen i'll get back to that other train of thought jesse warner man bernsey Mm -hmm. he's always listening yeah he's always tuned in he'll text me about it yeah so he'll probably hear this shout out to you bro appreciate Uh, your support brother 100 percent, and um can't wait to visit you soon. I want to Hell get out yeah. there. Man, I saw him for Derby. He was oh, at the yeah? Derby. And we were just like, dude, it's good to see you. Like, we, me and him talk quite a bit, but I haven't seen him in a long time. And uh, 
you know, it's fun to see everybody. Like I hadn't seen B for a while. I see some people regularly, but it's always good to see everyone. But mm-hmm. I was like, damn, dude, good to see you. Um, but yeah, I was telling someone else about this. The podcast came up. Who was it? Anyway, and they're like, oh, what do you talk about? And I tell them the difference between our episodes and a guest. And like you were saying earlier, when people hear, oh, you got a podcast. Oh, that's nice. And then it's, oh, we're on episode 186, 7. Oh, wow. Like there's a little street cred because mm-hmm. they're like, you're not just four episodes in and mm-hmm. uh, just starting out. Like, yeah, we've been hitting it for almost almost four years now. Yeah. Yeah, and then a certain, Man. I don't know how many interviews we've done, but like, Tons. those are all like new relationships that we've built. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's good. It's fun to do. Man, it's good And time. I love like getting feedback from people too about like what we should talk about more of, like what we should address. Mm-hmm. And, and just the things that, I mean, we, as we run our businesses, as we interact with the people we serve, our clients, our, whoever we partner with, taking what they say and, and taking like everyday problems that people face and using, I mean, utilizing that to spread value to other people who mm-hmm. listen to our podcast and like bring up those questions. So yeah, so always what I'm trying to do. And I was, I was look forward to recording, man. It's a yeah. fun time. Dude. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I hope we have a lot of value add. I mean, I, we're, we're young. We haven't quote unquote made it in, in our own lenses, but um, I, I like to think going from, hating corporate work to where we're at now i hope we provided some amount of value between that time mm-hmm. and yeah oh there's a guy in my bible group bible study group it came up and i told them that progression like when we started it was this and now we're here so it's cool that all of that is documented mm-hmm. how we did it what we did what went wrong yeah but i don't know if it's the shallower side of it I like knowing it's out there so no one can ever say we got lucky. Yeah. Like, number's the number. We're 186 episodes in. Yeah. You can't lie about that. You can't make that up. Like, that's that's what it is. Yeah. And I, I really do attribute the, the, the podcast that we've started to, like, the formation of my own resume writing business because, mm. I mean, since day one, our, our mission with this podcast has been to like help people transition to something that's like meaningful for them, whether it's starting their own business or like starting a new job that it, that fulfills them or transitioning to a new working situation mm-hmm. that allows them to spend more time with their family or just be outside more and like exercise more, like just small things. Um, and yeah, that's what I want to do like with my resume writing too, is like help people transition to a different situation that, I mean, like fulfills them. So yeah. shout out to the podcast for like giving me that, that passion at first and yeah it's been good yeah man it's and good. i always love when people like reach out and like have like random questions about starting their own podcast or transitioning to a job because um, I, mm-hmm. I just like talking to people about about that stuff yeah whatever their next thing is so yeah it's given us given us a lot we're all, every single person is destined for something bigger for sure you just got to find out what that is that's a motherfucking truth <laughs> um Dude, how was your weekend? It was good, man. Yeah? What'd you get into? Um, what did I do? Oh, yeah. So, painting my house right now. Exciting. And, and getting it ready. Yeah. So, have about another, like, like 40 days until we're, like, all the way moved in. So, okay. getting everything ready for the painters and the carpet people. And we're doing some, some of the painting on our own, but also having someone else do some parts of it. Sure. So. Do you like to paint? Do you guys like painting? 
Uh, it's not my favorite thing. Yeah. I like, I, I think it's, but I, it's more of like an investment into something I bought and like putting work and, and sweat and tears into the, yeah. into the work. Um, but yeah, no, shout out to my mom for helping us paint and oh, Brett's, nice. been, Brett's been painting and shout out to everybody who's been helping us. But, um, let's go. Yeah. I did some painting, but honestly, like I'm, I'm the, I'm the outdoor yard guy. Like I mug the lawn. I do the, the okay. landscaping. That's yeah. what I, I told, I told Brett, I was like, I want to make sure that we get the projects done and mm. we, we get everything done done at a certain time. But I also want to make sure I'm providing value in the best way possible. Like oh, I know I, I know what I'm good at. I know what I'm not good at, and I don't want to like be in a position where I'm not allowing like us to be productive like as a whole. So yeah. you know, gotta frame it. Yeah. So so it's aware. The way it is. The way so it is. aware. Self aware. I love being outside, man. I just I love I love it. Nothing but value add from this man. Get me outside. Give me some vitamin D. Whatever project involves that. He okay. knows his role on the team. Bench player. But you want this man on the squad. Coming off the bench. Six man. Let's go. But yeah, did that. Played some golf. Nice. Uh, my niece had a track meet. She graduated from kindergarten yesterday. So she's had a big she had a big last week. But yeah, spending time with family and cool. Um yeah, it's good. What about good your deal. weekend? Yeah, deal was uh or weekend. Wow. Weekend was good. Um See, I haven't. We haven't recorded since had the Derby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, had the Kentucky Derby. Mentioned that earlier. Uh, that was Mia's first time going to the Derby as well. Mm-hmm. She had a good time. <clears throat> we did the infield. Uh, we're thinking about maybe seeing about what a suite would be like, mm-hmm. money wise, next year. Mm-hmm. So I might toss that idea out to the group. See what that would, how many they could host, price. Just like infield's fun, but you know, have, let's level it up a little. Yeah. Bit. Have you ever thought about like? For how many consecutive years do you foresee yourself going to the Derby? Is this going to be like a lifelong, like, is this something that you're passionate about or you're trying to go, trying to make a run at it? I really enjoy the Derby itself, Uh huh. but it has turned into a reunion. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's it's, much more than the Derby. So like all the caddy boys. So my senior year of college, the guys that I lived with in our house, um, it's it's kind of fun seniors you just you make a fun name for your your senior house on campus whatever or off campus yeah and ours was Caddyshack so we're the Caddy Boys and it's just a reunion of all of yeah. us every year and now it's kind of blossomed into this bigger thing yeah where there were between twenty and thirty people in our crew um, and it's just it's so cool to see how it's evolved yeah. And we we golf on Friday, then the derbies. I mean, you can do Oaks on Friday too, mm-hmm. but it was iffy weather, so we played golf. The derby was Saturday. It's just like horse racing is really cool, mm-hmm. but it's the whole reunion. Like I don't foresee this going away anytime soon, mm-hmm. if at all. Nice. Um, you know, we might change it up a year or two to do something else, but I think we're always at least going to have that at the bare minimum once a year yeah yeah what a so, won- wonderful tradition it's great it, it turned into so i have that like my may is always jam-packed i have that country concerts are starting we have uh indy 500 i've been to that every year since i was a child love the indy 500 amazing exciting month it's when yeah. it start. it's it's transitioning into summer it's becoming consistently good mm-hmm. weather all the time yep it's the perfect time for outdoor events birthdays end of the month yep Murph is at the end of the month. We got Memorial Day, great holiday. I uh, love doing Murph at the gym. Like it's just May is super packed, and I'm like, okay, May is here. It's time to have a fun month. 
lot of work in between. But work hard, play hard. May right. is work hard, play hard month. I've just established that right now. May is when I know the the play is going to almost equal the work. Just because May is packed. It's going to equal 50-50. And then, and then almost, almost. That's the way it should always be. And then June, June it'll go back to like, I mean, I, I, I always have fun, but yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yes, yeah. I know exactly what you're saying. The levels, they become equal. Yeah. But um, they fluctuate. <laughs> hey, we adapt. We move with the cheese, yeah, baby. Yeah. Uh, but this past weekend was really good. Let's see. Uh, didn't I think I just stayed home and worked on Friday. Saturday, Mia and I went out to. Um, we did a double with the clinic owner, Big Mike, and his wife. They introduced us. We did cooking classes at Sur La Table, and mm. it was South American steak night. So we had this nice flank steak. We made a chimichurri. We made it. We made a salsa. We made these. Uh, it's not a masa cake. It was something cake. You make two tortillas, and you put cheese in the middle. You press it down around it, kind of make sure it's sealed. And so it's a pretty good meal. Do, and you eat it and enjoy it there? Yeah, so you cook it and you eat it. It's fun. Yes, you eat um, it and you enjoy it. Key, and we enjoy it. Key part there. Just bring your own booze as long as it's beer or wine or champagne. So okay. we had a little bit of nice. everything. Yeah. So it, it's fun, man. It was it was fun to get out. Um, they had their newborn with them. I f- felt bad that I thought he might sleep through it. He was fussing a little bit, but he had an earache too. Mm. So I kind of felt bad. And uh, But we had a fun night. Mm, had a couple drinks at their place after. Good. Yeah, Sunday church. Um, it was really nice. And so Mia's mom's in Martinsville, and she'll go down there. She lives on a little lake. She calls me. She's like, you want to do something? I was like, Yeah, I need to be. I need to at least go on a walk or something. Mm-hmm. And she's like, What if we go down to my mom's? So we took the took the boat out. We grilled out. The neighbors come over. Met a bunch of their friends down there, and. Monday, we looked at her mom's house. She's fixing up to flip right now. Mm-hmm. Big, big project, big time stuff, but it's gonna look really nice. Like mm-hmm. she knows what she's doing. Yeah, yeah, she's business savvy, bro. She's love it. She's a killer. Yeah. Um, and uh, then uh, we played nine holes of golf. Oh. So he's been playing golf. More I've been people. playing so much golf. I've not out. golfed this much in this period of time ever. Okay, but. Here's a dangerous thing. To I love him. to see it. I'm enjoying it. Good. Yeah. Like, Let's get out. Let's yeah, get out more. Mia's a pretty. Mia's a solid golfer, so she'll like kind of help me mm. and stuff. And hey, you looked up like, God damn it. Mm. Um, but yeah, we yeah we've been we haven't played tennis for a couple weeks, but we've been golfing a lot. Mm. The derby we were golfing before the derby, I was hitting balls with you. Mm. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it, and yeah. like. I had some. I've been having good hits. Like the other day, we played good. this course, nice, easy course. But I had some good hits, man. Good, man. Thought about all your your tips. Your, I'm still. I still slice right a little bit, mm-hmm. but I think I'm still opening up on the backswing. It's Open not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen overnight. You I just know. got. You just got. You got to keep on. It's gonna be consistency. I'm weird. Like I am patient, but I'm very Start stubborn. Small. Start small. Get get out once a week. That way, like, it's, good it's all about it's all about muscle memory. Like your your body will. The more you you play, like the more. Yeah. Like I, I could get drunk and go play golf in my sleep. <laughs> I bet. Like I play so much. This man it'll gets be hammered. It'll be consistency for you. Gets hammered, goes to bed, and then plays golf. Yeah, that sounds wild. Yeah, I do that every time for sure. No, I'm just Tim you know loves golf. 
But he likes drinking beer. I do. Um, but yeah, so it was yeah, good weekend, man. Just a really good weekend. Um, just a lot of fun. Good company. Yeah, it was good time. But we back. Yeah, back on the horse, back on the routine, which I need. Like I like a, a couple days, you know, away from the noise, but. I need the routine. I need to plan my day. See, now I like have to plan my day. Mm-hmm. Now I'm back to to that. Because in grade school, I would or high school, college, all the way through school, I was assignment notebook. I had it all written down. All my assignments after that, I was gone. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, we've talked about writing down, uh, planning out the days. It's helpful, man. Keeps me on time. Yes, for the most part. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, dude. That's the thing about. Okay scheduling stuff i'll tell like my number one thing i'll say it's never gonna happen exactly the way you write it out mm-hmm. not everything's gonna you're not, you may not get everything done it's not gonna you're not gonna get down at the time you predicted or scheduled for um, but some structure will help you get a lot more done yeah oh for, for sure. sure oh sure for sure um all right tim rle and some business tips let's talk real life experiences yeah i just got a, a couple things uh business is going well i'm helping a a ton of really cool, interesting people with awesome goals, fun stuff that's still going well. Um, but right now, I'm still continuing to develop like my LinkedIn uh, guide slash ebook that's mm-hmm. going to power my content for um, when I go talk at, at schools and stuff like that. Love so it. developing that content as like a side project right now. But because you finished that PowerPoint, right? I did like, finish that's the dumb. PowerPoint. Yeah, that's um, what I thought. But honestly, I need to. It. I finished that about like six months ago so okay. i'm sure i can go back and tweak some things with it so i'll probably do that as well if you need so to... it was so long ago that actually in my powerpoint i use a video example of ime udoka coach of the boston celtics in his introductory press conference with the boston celtics wow it's a quote that he says and i like draw a lesson from it mm-hmm it's kind of cool now because his team's in the eastern conference finals and this is his first year coaching the team it's crazy man as they say on social media, that aged well. So, yeah. <laughs> aged nicely. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, that, I'm developing content for that. Um, but, yeah. My, my tip that, and something that I've been trying to do more now that's nice and beautiful outside is it's a productivity tip for people. Um, so, whether you work in an office, whether you work at home, whether you're mobile all the time, whether you travel a bunch, I think um, one thing that you can do one thing that I've been doing that's really helped me get a lot more done is mm-hmm. being able to mix. I and mean, it's funny that we talk about it with the month of May, like mixing work and play. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't have to be work and play. I would say less than just work and movement. So one thing I've been doing is like dedicating like time blocks to working on like a single project or like a group of projects, whatever like you think is enough like time to get done in like two to three hours. Like if yeah. it's a single project, multiple project whatever your time block may be or whatever, however it may fit into your schedule. Dedicate like a block to doing that work where you're sitting down or uh, whatever you, you, you do during your day, like with your project. So do that. And then, I mean, this especially goes for people that sit while they work on projects like yeah. at a desk or something. But work on stuff for two hours or three hours, whatever your block, and then divide it up by mixing in some type of movement or physical activity before you begin the next project or next like group of projects. Yeah. So okay. like that could be like, Work on a project and then your movement or your play that you mix in for that next time block could be a walk outside. Uh, it could be stretching. Um, for me, what I do is I, I'll go play basketball somewhere. I'll go do something outside. I'll go 
like go to a putting green or go to a golf course and Mm -hmm. putt or whatever go walk somewhere anything that's outside where you're like moving your body whatever like falls into that category yeah and then like just dividing it up because i feel like with with that that'll keep your mind fresh that'll keep like your i think it'll keep you more alert too and i think it'll it'll increase the quality of your work um when you because i'm telling you like when you when you take a moment to like hydrate eat good food move the things that give you energy and then you then you return back to your work like i think the quality of your work in the long term is just it's way better and you get more done i I really think you get more done even though you're not spending technically as much hours working from the start of your day to your end of your day i think like what you do and the time that you do work is gonna like be so much more valuable when you do that yeah being efficient and actually productive not just busy yeah and I get it. It's hard for like some people, depending on what your day looks like. Like, but I would just say start small. Like, when I say time blocks, when I was throwing those times, those are like arbitrary. Like, sure. define what time blocks mean to you. It could be ten minutes, yeah. thirty minutes, yeah. a couple hours, whatever. It's no, important. I think I think that's great to one purposefully time block uh, movement, like just getting up to walk around at least. Um, but I also like how you said to block your work <clears throat> to where, you know, maybe you go for an hour or two, whatever the project, maybe three, but then you have a 30, 45, 60 minute break where you're moving. Uh, but having one project, like one single project for that time, just be focused on rather than, oh, let me do a little bit of this one. Let me do a little bit of that one. Like finish one whole thing mm-hmm. and then move. Then the next, like, whatever thing you have to work on, finish that next whole one project. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I get caught up in that. It's going back and forth. It's like, finish one whole thing. Yeah. And then move on. Mm. But, no, I think that's that's good, especially getting outside, <clears throat> getting good vitamin D, and it's nice outside, just fresh air. It's good for you. Mm-hmm. No, it's a great tip. And I... <clears throat> Come on now. Uh, something I can definitely do better as well. as Because yeah. I'll sit for a long time. I'll get up and go eat. And then I sit when I eat. And then I go back to work. And I sit when I work. So. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm not a brain. I feel ex- personally attacked. Yeah. I'm not, a, I'm not a brain expert by any means. But I think it's good for your brain to like take on different challenges. And like be exposed to different things. Like you can't be doing the same thing for eight hours. Yeah. And everyone's brain is wired differently too. Maybe some people get powered off that, but yeah, I would just say from my experience and most people's experience that I've talked to doing this, um, I think it's it's good for your brain, it keeps mm-hmm. you fresh. Well, isn't that why a lot of college classes are that weird fifty-ish minute time? Because like our focus only goes so long mm-hmm. at one time. Yeah, I'm not sure how like a break. who determines that time block schedule. Probably someone. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But I thought they sure, picked like some, that... some type of study that goes into what the yeah. what it is, and I'm sure it involves like credit hours too, what, mm-hmm. whatever the standard is for credit hours, how much hours you need to put into a class. I don't know for sure. Yeah, definitely. But I thought, yeah, I don't know because. But yeah, let's, yeah, I'll tell you one focus. thing. I, I enjoyed the Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 50 minute classes way more than the Tuesday, Thursday, hour and a half class. 100. percent facts yeah after an hour i'm like oh it's an hour i'm checked man like, like man this one's after lunch too one to two thirty oh i'm bringing my pillow <laughs> i'm bringing my pillow <laughs> i had 
let's see. I think it was sophomore year. I had a night accounting class after dinner. It was like six fifteen to seven thirty, or six thirty to like seven forty five, seven fifty. It was awful, and I really enjoyed the professor. But man, I was drinking coffee at dinner. It's tough, and then still falling asleep. Accounting was just not my thing. Right. Me personally, like necessary. Love a good CPA, but oh man, but no. Okay, yeah. Block out your project, your work, and then uh, plan some physical activity, some movement. Block out another project. Break up the day. Mm-hmm. Get good rests and, and breathers in between. Yeah, exactly. Love it. Love it. So what do you have today for RLE slash business tips? Slash business. Biggest thing, I'm finding my own place to live mm-hmm. right now. Moving out. I was, I'm living with a buddy from, uh, from the gym mm-hmm. right now. And his uh, in a couple months, his girlfriend's gonna move out of her place. Her lease is up. She's gonna move in. The whole news coming, this and that. Cool. And I mean, I've I need my own place anyway. Like I love people, but I need my own spot. Mm-hmm. And so I found a cool house. I was like, I want to rent a house. I don't want to be in an apartment. And found a cool house. I'm just hoping that I get it. Mm-hmm. Like if I like it. We were talking before we started rolling today. Someone else is after it too. Yeah. So, and I was like, oh, do I wait until July 1? Do I uh, stack up a little more capital? And then it dawned on me if I wait another month, it's not going to be there because someone else mm-hmm. is ready to move in today. Yeah. Not just June 1. Like, they'll go now. Right. So I said for June 1, I requested, you know, a time or availability to go see it because I'm like, I got to act on it. But big, uh, yeah. And and so I was like, damn, I'm going to probably at least double, if not triple my like monthly living expense Mm -hmm. before utilities and all that. So I was kind of freaking out about that. You know, business is picking up, but it's, it's like, that's a big jump. Yeah. Like that is a very big financial jump right now yeah and that's why it's an important decision this is an investment because like think think about the hours and hours of work that you're going to put in in that house towards your business it needs to be the right environment for you yep you're right you're right see that's what i need i needed justification yep yep (laughs) appreciate you baby it's not a cost let's go my guy um but no that that is a good point and i might even like Depending how I like it, I don't know what they would finagle if I really liked it enough to try to lease or rent to own and then maybe rent it out myself. I don't know. Probably not because I think it's a third party, but it's a good spot. You never know. Big yard, nice little patio. Uh, it's fenced in. And it's just, it's a great location. Like mm-hmm. it's in between both offices. And yeah, so yeah. we'll see what happens. But you know, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what though. Regardless of whether you get these places or not, mm-hmm. coming from experience of looking for houses, there will be a house every week where you'll feel that exact that's, same way. About that's it. fair, yeah. So that's just true. let you know. Yeah. But yes, we need this one. But I would, I would like to do it now instead of like the first few days of July. Right. Sooner the better. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And just yeah. So, uh, it you know it's I bring up the money thing because it's funny how it works out. I got a new client good referral from my buddy doc dr owens best chiropractor in indy he's the man 
Um, known him for a few years. He's been taking care of me for just as long. So if you need him, look him up. Premier Performance Method. Dr. Yes. Owens. Yeah. And he's a former Marine as well. So all my veterans out there, veteran owned. And so uh, great, great new client. Uh, bought, you know, a big package of sessions for personal training. I'm doing some rehab with her, a lot of training. And then she had some raffle doc and I in the gym had a giveaway. Like we each gave away, you know, there's a month, month or two free membership. I gave away nutrition coaching. Turns out her, her son and his girlfriend end up winning this raffle. She, she is going to pay for both of them to train with me together. So it's like couples training, which I've done before. I think it's so fun. Yeah. But I do the first session, a one-on-one with each, uh, purposefully. I just want to get a feel for each person where they're at in the gym, outside the gym. Like, so I know how to make the dynamic really good when we're all together, the three of us. But like that. yeah, that's good. That's a good way to do it. And probably get more, yeah, more, more information. I just I need one on one time at least for one hour. Yeah, yep. And so, and she's gonna take care of it. I'm like, that's such a cool mom move. She goes, this is important to me, for him to do this. But I think she will help him do it too. And I'm like, that's just awesome. And I'm gonna help them with some nutrition and stuff. Like, so it's it's funny how okay, a few more good clients. Things just came exactly when I needed to to just feel a little better about increasing living expense. Yeah, and it's just funny how it just it works how it needs to. Yeah, um, been praying on it a lot. Like God will provide. Yeah, if I trust in Him to take care of it, He'll take care of it. Facts. So I mean, I have to keep working. I, I got to keep doing the work. Can't just sit on my hands. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, here we are. So far, so good. So. Keep you posted on the house, but yes. good looking crib, man. Good, nice, nice little pad. Let's go. Uh, yeah, other than that, been blushing over here. Hey, hey, good little pad. <laughs> uh, been been riding more. Uh, yeah, you sent me the lady from Word Word Agents, Sarah. Mm-hmm. We've connected. Uh, she sent me the application link. Good. So Tim and I are gonna get some uh, all you can eat sushi. Our our business Dude, strategy let's spot. Go. We're gonna talk a little cover letter because I want to make sure it's pristine. Yep. And uh, yeah, Strategy. just been writing more. Um, it's it's just I'm doing more writing that I really enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, helping uh, some other people we know with businesses do their copywriting. It's more business stuff. There's health and fitness things. I still write for the Something Growing in Virginia convention, the Cannabis Convention in Virginia this December. I love writing for that industry. I think... The cannabis industry is so misunderstood. It's so fascinating to me how you grow plants, how they act. Like it's, it's just very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and so those are kind of like my main areas: is the business, health, fitness, and and the cannabis for writing. Uh, but it's it's all just meshing well right now. Good. I think I, I eliminated some noise and focused on a few things. I got the business coaching with uh, the nutrition business, and I'm just. I'm all gas right now, but it's mm-hmm. it's in a flow. Mm-hmm. So it's it's good, man. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, remind me after the show. I'd like to introduce you to someone. Okay, bet. Yeah, appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But so yeah, that's that's real life. Got a lot going on, as is kind of always. Like I kind of live in a little chaos. I feel like. Mm-hmm. But in terms of tips, I wanted to give five points 
uh, for hard gainers in the gym. So people that just struggle with kind of bulking up, putting on weight. Uh, look, takes one to know one. I get it. And met a met a new guy at the gym. Uh, he's training to go in the Navy. Uh, he went on a run with me the other day. I you know, put my vest on for Murph. And I was like, hey, I'm running. He needs to run. He's like, yeah, let me hit it. And we get to talking. And he's like, man, I'm just... I, I can't bulk. I was like, dude, I do nutrition, all this. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's what, what I'm losing it on is nutrition. And so I'm like, okay, great content for the podcast I'm already jacked up for. So five tips on bulking for hard gainers. One, you need quantity and quality calories. Like you hear about these dirty bulks where you just eat whatever you want, everything in sight. Quality still does matter, but quantity is equally as important. When you're mm. trying to get in a caloric surplus, you need to make sure you are in a surplus. If you, you know, are at maintenance a little low, you're never going to put on muscle, um, especially if you already struggle with that. So you need to be at least 500 calories in a surplus, and I would bump that up depending who you are, where you're at, and what you're doing in the gym. I might even bump that a little higher uh, to start because that's a, a meal or two a meal and a high calorie shake. There's so many ways we can skin that cat to make sure you're not force feeding, but we are getting calories. So one, you need quantity and quality calories. Two, you need a well-programmed strength routine um, that is periodized. It varies uh, appropriately, but gives you enough time to work on consistent things to build that muscle and drive that certain stimulus. So you need well-programmed strength routine. You have to lift weights. You need to lift heavy. Um, you will go in heavy to hypertrophy style training, but you need to lift heavy weights. Mm-hmm. And you need to follow that plan. So get a well-programmed plan, but you need to follow it. Like stay consistent. Don't go off track, especially if you're with a coach. Uh, three, be on top of the things outside the gym. Uh, what I mean by that, recovery. I talk about recovery till I'm blue in the face, but you're getting good sleep. You're staying on your, your nutrition. You're hydrating well. Um, you know, all those things matter and we take those for granted. You're managing your stress, you know, your, your work stress, your life stress, your whatever stress, the body, you know, if it's under enough duress, it's going to freak out. You're not going to make the gains you want. So you need to manage all that, be on top of your recovery, everything outside the gym. And you can also do things like, um, pick this up from mind pump is a trigger session. Mm -hmm. So say you're lifting, you're starting three days, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, you take a light resistance band and you get a full body pump, like you know, a few curls with the band, shoulders, just a full body pump just till you feel it and then stop. Because what you can do is you continuously drive that muscle building signal within the muscle. And because that, you know, you hear about the anabolic window, you know, oh, you need your shake within 30 minutes or your body goes catabolic. No, that's not true. Mm-hmm. So, after about 48 hours is when that muscle building signal starts to die off. So if you're going to lift Monday and you don't lift again till Wednesday when that kind of might start to die, have a nice trigger session on Tuesday and you just you get some blood through there. You'll help your recovery, but you still send a strong signal to the body of, hey, oh, I have resistance. I need to work mm-hmm. on muscle gain. Uh, so small tricks like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, four, I mean, you can lump four and five if you want. Four, you got to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to hate it, you're not going to 
be number five, which is be consistent. So you need mm-hmm. to enjoy it and be consistent. Have an end goal in mind. hundred percent. Work towards something. Yeah. Why, why are you doing it? Why is it important to you? Is it that important to you? Yeah. So working those things, out, working out is much more than just throwing iron around. hundred percent. It's being intentional. Yeah. hundred like described. hundred percent. Yeah. So those things, like I said, four, you could stretch to five. One, Quality and quantity calories to a well-programmed strength routine uh, that is periodized and varies. Make sure you follow it. Three, be on top of the things outside the gym. Little tricks like trigger sessions on your recovery, your sleep, all the extras matter a lot. And then enjoy it and be consistent. I love it. That's it. So Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for listening. You're welcome. Because I feel like I just went on a tear right there. No, those are good. Those are good actionable tips and something that people, they can implement starting today. Yeah. And man, when it's hard to put on muscle, like it's discouraging. But these things, it sounds simple. It's, you got to just follow it. Yeah. Facts. All right, Tim, uh, let's get down and nerdy with it. Yeah. Uh, Tribe of Mentors by uh, Tim Ferriss. Um, this is the book that I've talked about many times. There's so many. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is one of my favorite books to go back and read multiple times and look at my notes because each chapter is like one page and each chapter is dedicated to advice from uh, a world leader, like someone who's like an athlete, doctor, like interesting people. So mm-hmm. the chapter that I'm going to... It's, it's short and sweet, and it's from uh, Amelia Boone, who's a obstacle racer, so she's an athlete. Okay. <clears throat> she said in this book, the struggle ends when the gratitude begins. I thought that that was, that was amazing, because like, like, well, you're going to have tough days where it feels like you're struggling, and yeah, you, you will be struggling, but when you, when you run into those tough days where you, you don't feel 100%, you don't feel on it, it's, it's amazing what just taking a step back and like asking yourself like what do i have today that i look forward to like yeah and just answering that question i think puts things into perspective um and you can do that every, even on the days where you are 100 percent, you're having a great day i mean through the highs and the lows i think gratitude is what keeps us like level and grounded like mm-hmm. i mean they always say like when things are going well like don't get too high like don't get too high on success like right. don't don't get too cocky like Gratitude will bring you down. Be like, wow, I'm thankful to be in this position. Yep. Like, I'm thankful to even have this. Like, yeah. And then when you're down, like, gratitude will, will bring you back up to, to that mid level. So, yeah. I just thought that, that that, like, stuck out to me. And um, I think I that's done a huge thing for me in the past couple of years since I've, since I've started my business and, and, and quit my full time job. It's just thankful for, like, what I do have. Yeah. And that, that's been time. Like, it's been like the time and, and family and yeah so right yeah you're you're enjoying life you always have that when yeah. even when you have a shitty day so that's huge man like gratitude is oh it's just monstrous like it's uh sometimes easier said than done uh-huh. obviously especially when you are having the low days when it's like man what is the lesson to be learned here why is this going on mm-hmm. and it's like what like what can i even see to be grateful for this all just sucks and it's, you know, it might take a little time to see it. It's grateful, like you said, for for what you learned from it, for mm-hmm. what it did give you, because it, it will eventually give you something, if not right away. Um, and I uh, had a funny experience with this, so it's funny you bring this up. When I went home, after I dropped off me at, at our mom's on Mother's Day from the Derby, I drove up to my parents' place. Tire blew out as I was driving on 65. Like all of a sudden my 
tire pressure thing comes on. It's low. I'm like trying to find an exit. I was like, okay, maybe it's just dipped a little bit. Light was on. Minute or two, tire was gone. Like, I mean, it was still on there, but it blew. And so I get over the side of the road. I'm like, I don't want to change this on the side of 65. I'll get sucked in. Like, I don't have much weight to me to keep me grounded. I will get sucked in. Like, even getting out of the car. Yeah. Man, you feel those cars going by at 80 plus. Oh, god! And you'll get sucked in so quick. Damn. And you stand no chance. You've got nothing like hang on to. And so I'm like, okay, I go. Because I was like, I have a spare. I was like, I'm just not going to do this. And so I call. I have a roadside. Call roadside. I'm waiting hour, hour and a half maybe. And I'm like, dang, like what is going on here? Like I finished watching Ozark while I was waiting. Like, hey, at least you used the time. <laughs> yeah, I should have read. But I was like, oh, I got 45 minutes. He should be here within an hour. Anyways, finally comes. We get out the, the spare. The spare is flat. So he changes it. It's sitting on it. It's riding low. I'm like, oh, do you, you have an air compressor in, in the wrecker? Forgot his air compressor. I'm like, dang, on, man. So he's like, well, I mean, it's free. I'll tow you to the gas station at that last exit. I was like, well, yeah, man, because I can't drive on this for another hour yeah, and a half. Yeah, people are going 80 miles. I had another hour and a half. Yeah. And so uh, he takes me to the gas station. We fill it up. I check the rest. We're good to go. And... Try to tip him. He's like, oh, man, I can't take tips. I'm like, oh, dang. Like, I had this dude change my tire on the side of 65. He was a bigger boy. He was a little more grounded, grounded. than me. But uh, still, I'm like, man, this dude was on the side of 65. And people were good about getting over. Like, so if you ever see that, like, that's why it's so nice when others get over to the far lane. Because you will get sucked in and that's it. Mm. Um, but uh, all that to be said, back to the gratitude, I was like, why did this happen? Yeah. I'm going to see my mom on Mother's Day. I, I went to and from uh, Louisville, an hour south of Louisville, like to go. We did golf, all this. I drove all this way. And then when I go to see my mom, my tire blows out. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Well, I was like, I was mad, but I was patient about it. But then after a while, I was like, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Then we got to go. I'm like, I'm just getting mad. I'm like, why did this happen? And at like that specific time, I mean, this is only a few weeks ago. This is Mother's Day. I think I was, I was trying to put my hands on the wheel on certain aspects of life. I was worried about things. I was stressing out. I was trying to go a million miles an hour, trying to figure everything out at once. And I think that was a forceful hand of like, hey, slow down right now. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you got a lot. You still have to do a lot, but be still for a minute. Yeah, like just enjoy what's going on now and be still yeah and i think that was it like i, I had to just slow my roll stop worrying about everything mm-hmm. and just slow down for a sec yeah so man you had me on the edge of my seat <laughs> that story thank you for thanks sharing. for thanks for riding along <laughs> johnson ah, ah, ah. um but no it's like i had to force myself to find something to be grateful for yeah and it's tough like i was kind of pissed off yeah and it's tough but i was like man grateful for being forced to just relax for a sec Mm -hmm. so good man thanks for bringing up the gratitude thanks for listening to my story yeah yeah, yeah. i'm a talker can anyone tell (laughs) so mia's like oh you're talking again (laughs) surprise surprise uh, he's talking milia boone yeah i think you've mentioned her before Mm -hmm. and she's yeah she's hardcore yeah 
Because those are like, those are long distance, you said, right? Mm-hmm. Like really long distance, yeah. like ultra length. Man. Yeah. Not for me. It's amazing going back and reading these books. Like when you read the same thing, you like extract a different type of way mm-hmm. to apply it to your life. Yeah. It's crazy. But yeah, no, thanks for sharing. Yeah. This one I need to read. I need to read that Tribe of Mentors. Yeah. You just finished a, uh, a golden book over there. I just finished uh, The Alchemist. Mm-hmm. I've never read it before. And you read it when you were in grade school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I never read it uh, by Paolo. Uh, I'm going to butcher his last name. C-O-E-L-H-O. Kalo? Mm. Multiple Kalo? episodes. He's butchered the name. Yeah, I'm sorry. Paolo better not listen to this podcast. Yeah, my I'm bad, dude. I am... <laughs> He probably appreciates that you read his book. Yeah. The Alchemist. Just, you'll find it. Uh, long and short of it is, this boy is a shepherd and, um, you know, lives out in the desert and uh, has these dreams, has these visions that are just more than than a dream to him and ends up kind of going on, on this journey to find what is called his personal legend. And he meets these people along the way, you know, from swindlers to uh, like secret royalty. And he gets detoured here, robbed here, beaten there. And it's, it's interesting to see who he's going to meet next and how they're going to impact his life. And he goes on these detours, but is always still on that same path. He needs to go find the pyramids. That's what. That's where he's going. Going to Egypt. He knows he needs to get to the pyramids. That's where his treasure is at. He's finding his hidden treasure, and so he ends up being here for a few months, being at this place for a year or two, and a couple times he starts to get complacent. Like he's ready to settle, and he's like, you know, this is this is pretty pretty nice. Um, you know, this wouldn't be bad. I can I can live with this. And he has the right people at the right time to kind of nudge him along. Like, mm-hmm. no, you won't. Here's what will happen. After one or two years, yeah, you'll be cool, and then it'll start to grow again that you didn't finish your journey. Mm-hmm. And so these people just gave him the right little boot and ass to say, hey, you're done here. Keep keep going. You have to keep going. Because I think we all kind of feel that. Like I related a lot to this this book. We all have that, oh, man, yeah, that would have been nice, but I'm cool here. And then you have the right people at the right time. No, you got quit messing around. It's time to go. Mm-hmm. And so he goes on these detours in life, and he's still tracking on the same path to, to Egypt. And there's religious references to it, uh, spiritual referen- references, and it's just a fascinating read because of all the different people he encounters, how they impact his life and his journey, mm-hmm. uh, his mindset at different parts of it, and how he helped others mm-hmm. and the impact that he had. Um, but yeah, you, you see that touch of settle and regret and how we can almost get trapped into you know the golden handcuffs, so to speak. Right. Like, oh, damn good deal. Not quite what I wanted, but pretty good. It's pretty mm-hmm. close. And uh, yeah, it was just very, very relatable to... Yeah. You know, we talk about do what you want to do. Like create the life that you really want to live because why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be hard. It's going to suck. You're going to hate it a few times. Mm-hmm. But, there's, and there's always going to be distractions. Yeah. But as my boy McConaughey says, you're going to hit some green lights. Yep. You know, 
and keep riding those green lights. There he goes. As long as they keep coming, just keep riding. Yeah. Um, but you will. And it's this dude had he had green lights and green lights, and then he had had some yellows and he had some hard reds. Mm-hmm. But it was you know that's that's the way of the light. Like it's gonna go really well for a short time, it was a really long time, mm-hmm. and you're gonna have some speed bumps. But great book, especially and very easy and quick read. Uh, especially if you're, you know, we talk about entrepreneurship, jumping in your own business. I think this is a good book for a lot of reasons, but that specifically, if you're kind of lost in yourself, not sure what to do next, give it a read. It's just, it's so good and relatable to following exactly what you think you need to be doing. Mm -hmm. Because that's what this kid did. He had these visions, had these dreams, and they wouldn't go away. They just wouldn't stop bugging him. Mm -hmm. So he had to go. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love it. Yeah, The Alchemist. Yeah, I like that book. Yeah, look at this guy, bookworm man, over here. Man, look at me. I'm golfing. I'm man. more consistent on my read. I'm the most interesting books. man in the world. Oh, I don't want to go quite that far. I did meet him though. Mm. I've met him. The yeah. Doseki is the well former Doseki's guy. Yeah, who I think is still the best. He does tequila now. Mm. It was Derby, Kentucky Derby. What four or five years ago? Yeah, we all go to Liquor Barn. We usually do a big trip to Liquor Barn, and they're doing this tequila. These women are handing out, you know, samples, and I'm walking around finding whatever I need. And someone's like, "Yeah, the Dosakis guy is here." Well, the last guy, and I'm like, "What?" They're like, "The most interesting man in the world." They're like, get out of town. There he is. Got a picture of him, me and the beef, and I think Evan Mead get a picture with the most interesting man in the world. Nice. And he's like, "Yeah, they didn't want to renew my contract." I'm like. Well, they messed up. I'm going to start drinking your tequila because you were perfect for that role, but this yeah. is awesome. Like, yeah. I met the Dos Equis guy. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure he's doing just fine. In Louisville. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, it was great. Good but, stuff. All right. Tim, anything else for our lovely listeners No, that's here? it for me today. Great episode. I enjoyed getting back in here, and have a good rest of your week, people. Likewise. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for hanging with us. We appreciate it so much. We are very grateful for you taking the time. Uh, hey, if you wouldn't mind, a little more time, head on over to iTunes, leave us a five-star rating and review, let us know what you think about the show, and let us know what else you might like to hear us talk about, the type of guests we want on, if you have a specific guest in mind, we would love to reach out, get connected, we always love hearing from you guys. Uh, thank you so much again, enjoy the rest of your day, and we are out. Thank <laughs> you.